So, yeah, welcome to the Career Body Podcast. Um, my name is Akudo Alade. I'm an associate consultant with Career Body. And I have with me Jola. Oh, yeah. Hi, Shegu. I'm Jolade Phillips. Um, I'm the growth marketing manager and I work with um, Akudo too. So, for Career Body, nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you too. Good afternoon. Yeah, so introduce yourself. Good afternoon. Introduce okay, my friends. name is Shegun I am this founder slash CEO African and Sling. It's an online brand aimed at showing Africa to the world with content. So people, lifestyle, uh, comedy, uh, music, entertainment industry. The whole, everything together as one. Hmm. Amazing. Yeah, you see, I mean, Akudo, yes, like a um, brandable name, like Shagun Bilo. All right. Hi, I'm Shagun Bilo. <laughs> I mean, that's really cool. I think that is actually your real name, so why not? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay, so um, can you just tell us about your background? Like, how did you come up with this? I mean, personally, I know, I know you from from school, and I know that you were not a media person in uni. So, like, how did this thing start? But funny enough, I was since like two late two hundred level, probably the holiday before we resumed the three hundred level. Mm-hmm. But then, what I have learned in the media space, because when we're in, like from hundred level, my elder brother used to have like a music website. When them too expensive and cool, they were just upcoming that time. So we already used to make money from from people putting nice. their songs on the website and all that. So, but then it got to a point where that market was saturated so many music blogs so everybody was a blogger that time so we had to i just stumbled up across like a page on instagram it was a black themed page basically showcasing everything black and all that so i was like oh we don't have something like this in nigeria at that time but not not to my knowledge not, not to my knowledge at that time so i was like oh let, let me try something new so I, I came up with like 50 names and you know when you check Instagram, <laughs> this name is not available, that one's not available and I wanted yeah. a name and the word slay, the word slay at that point was trending so I was like okay, African has slain, it was popping so popping. that's mm. how the name came about and I just converted, I had like a personal page, I had like let's say 500 or 600 followers and I just switched it up to a business page. Mm. But then what one thing I did, why you didn't know that I had the page was course, but like the first two years I was anonymous. Mm. So people knew there was a brand. Oh yeah. But then like I had my friends, my closest friends, my roommates even used to send content to me and I would post and not for once they didn't know that I was the one handling it. <laughs> so the first two years I was yeah. anonymous. <laughs> and, <laughs> but then yeah. it got to a point where you Brands want to give you deals and they want to put a face to the brand and they want to have somebody that they can hold responsible or accountable for. So I had to let me use the word come out. So 
that's how that's how it came about. It was just a, yeah, it was just an idea I stumbled upon, and I just thought to milk it all the way. Okay. So it's not like you just you were from the day they gave it to you, you dreamt of being Cool, cool. So, um, now you've told us like basically how it all started and everything. So. Um, I just want to ask a, a few questions related to the work itself. So, what exactly would you say brand building and influencing is? Okay, so the word brand building it's 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 a very wide word, but then it's often used like it's simple and plain. But then you know anybody can own a business, but creating a brand is a whole different world. Yeah. Exactly. And it's one of the most powerful getting tools yeah. in the world. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there's any mm-hmm. definition, so to say. But then it's basically Yeah, but yes, it's basically you. the process of creating value to your customers. Mm. In my own opinion. And that sounds that sounds like oh, that's the final point of it all. Yes, creating value. But then what goes into the creation of value is a whole lot. It's a whole lot of process. And it's it I can just let me just run you through in my own point of view. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because firstly, you need to define your brand. Yes. What mm-hmm. what is this, what does the brand stand for? What are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? What opportunities do we have in the market? What are the threats in the market? You need to first define that. Then after which you would now try to differentiate and position your brand. Because obviously the market you are coming into, before, for example, you want to open a restaurant, there are probably already 100 restaurants in Lagos already. So what's going to make my own difference? How am I going to position my brand? What is going to make you pick Shegun's brand over Akudo's brand? So you have to create a unique advantage in the mind of the consumers, basically. And for example, let me give an example. How yeah. you can do that is there are places in Lagos that we go to because of the aesthetics and the beauty of the place. Yeah. No, no, no more of the food because yeah. the place is beautiful. And nowadays, now restaurants these days, if you if you own a restaurant now and you don't have probably a picture spot or somewhere that they can once someone sees this picture for example now this thing backyard there's a swing yeah. everybody once you see the swing mm. and once you see a picture at this from that swing you know this is the backyard then people yeah. so because of that swing a, a couple i went to backyard because of the swing <laughs> like oh uh, where's this where's this swing you know when you see like 40 to 50 pictures on instagram where's this swing okay let me even go and see what's going on yeah, the aesthetics are exactly. so, so now I guess to the third point where influencing comes into the matter. Where is the point where you have to expose your brand? Which is where influencing comes into the play. That okay, mm-hmm. we need to what channels are we using? So when when I hear the word influencer or brand influencers, what comes to mind is that oh fine, this person has like thousands of followers or millions of followers across <clears throat> social media platforms right so do you think a huge amount of followers make you a brand influencer and then speaking on you know 
having followers then how can you translate i mean if it makes you one or even if you have you know lots of followers how do you how can one translate or equate the numbers to actually create value okay so firstly nigerians believe in numbers a lot and that's why a lot of a lot of companies fall into the trap of someone that has a lot of followers on instagram it's actually different for someone that that can influence I can influence with my 500 followers. I can influence 10 people. And there are some people with 50,000 followers. I can't even influence one person. Hmm. Yeah. So before now, brands used to give mm. numbers a whole lot. Like, oh, this person has 100,000 followers. This is that. But nowadays, I think brands are wiser and they are more, they've done their research more and is more of engagement now compared to numbers. Or like before, it's more of the engagement now. So now, having a lot of followers automatically probably would maybe put you in that niche where you say I'm an influencer mm. because yeah. you have a large following, mm? mm-hmm. and the, the brand wants to leverage on that large following to in- increase their brand awareness and to drive their sales. That's what they want to do with your with your high number of followers. But then what? Where you can, where it, where it translates to influencing, is where you have those followers, but then those followers actually engage with you, and you form like a, let's say like a community, where you tell yeah. them, please do this, and they will do it. Like a, like exactly. a community. When you tell them do this, and you do that, I'll give an example of of a that one of the one of the, I'll give an example of Tatcha, among all the. Okay followers the housemates have left the big brother house hmm? maybe, yeah. maybe, minus the, maybe minus the winner from their season she probably okay. has the most and it's because she like she's the definition of an influencer if Tatcha tells her fans to this they are going to do it yeah, they call themselves so, like, it's so it's scary like, exactly it gets to a point where it becomes extremely scary like she's selling power bank and it's selling out in 10, 20, 30 minutes. And you're like, yeah. But we have other brands selling power bank before now. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's more like I always say the word what I what I would say is if having followers and influencing two different, extremely two two different ballgames entirely. But then it takes probably you now have to find a way to infuse both because you can have a large following and not be able to. So I tell people that mm-hmm. the way you can do that is to create content that engages your audience. Is before early the early days when people didn't know it better, it was more of numbers. But now, mm-hmm. investing is more of can you can you because of you can ten people buy from this brand, which is where yeah. the point of value, value creation comes. The other part where your number of followers can do is just brand awareness. And nowadays, a lot of brands don't really... Brand yeah. awareness is not the ultimate goal. It's not about being popular at the end of the day. It's about making mm-hmm. money, creating value. Making, yeah. I think... So basically, yeah. making sure that community development is is alive, right? Yes. Build, build like a, a link between you and the people following you so they feel like your family. So when Akudo says, you people who have 
career body needs me to register 200 people in less than two days or a day you have 200 people that will do that for you do you understand yeah. mm. so i think this is why i mean lots of brands do a lot of um, micro influence use micro influencers because they believe that if you have you know, a certain number of um you know, followers, say 5k followers, there are people that you can actually have direct um, impact on compared to somebody who has, you know, a whole lot and all. So, but then, um, when I think of influencers, eh, I think of you people as people who have crazy money and then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like living blood money, right? <laughs> so, 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 which brings us to the next question, right? So, number one, what determines the rates that brand influencers charge brands that want to use their platform? And on the average, you know, how do you guys really make a lot of money? I mean, I can consider this a career. You know, this thing we are doing, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> so, right. So and is this is this only people put on your table, basically? If you're yeah, that okay. great. Okay. So, so first, first thing. Pricing is usually determined by one market forces and two. So one actually your number of following, and secondly your market the market forces. So for example, if I have a hundred thousand followers, I would obviously charge more than someone that has that has ten thousand followers. Okay. But then, yeah. Then secondly, market forces. So you try and do like a market survey and see okay people that have similar followers to mine. What are they charging? So, for example, if like, like other like four guys that have like hundred k followers and they are charging, let me say, ten thousand per post, and you that have hundred k followers, you are charging twenty thousand. Obviously, you are overpricing yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving all things being equal. Like you guys have similar engagements and all that. Mm-hmm. You are overpricing yourself. Then, if you maybe charge five k, you are underpricing yourself. So. Sometimes you get some influencers, they just lie to you that, oh, boss, we have one work for one brand, we're back, send me your rates. It's just market and survey. And it's just market survey. It's just market survey. It's just market survey, just to see, okay, whether <laughs> am I still, am I, is, my, is my pricing still competitive or am I underpricing or overpricing myself? And mm. secondly, for the part where you said, does it, does it put food on the table? People are living in houses in Lekki from influencing you know, them. Houses they bought. Mm. Mm. For me, from a personal perspective, I the my one year after NYS, I didn't look, I didn't apply for any job. I didn't look for a job because from influencing, I was making about let's say two fifty k every month, which is more oh, than wow. first. Yeah, so for how, first how, how many eighteen thousand? How many nineteen eight are you expect from? <laughs> first one year honestly i bought a car from influencing probably all the gadgets all the gadgets i probably own nice are probably from most of it all of it are from influencing like and that's me that i probably know even like in the biggest space almost all your instagram skits all those your instagram comedians they all drivers mm. They all live in beautiful houses. There's a lot of there's a lot of money in it. So 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 much. There's a lot of money. Insta blog probably charges. Well, I don't know about but at a point I know they were charging up to like a hundred k for one post. Imagine getting and in a month, if you check Insta blog, you probably see about thirty adverts. 
when you do the, when you do the math, that's that's already empty salary now. Akura, I told you this thing is blood money. See? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, why don't we just switch careers? You understand? Yeah. Because it's like this I mean, way it's happening. Honestly, it's like very very stressful thing to do. No, not stressful, but then thinking about. Wow, you have say 1k followers. How do you grow it to 10k, 15? Like, what's the influencer journey like? Like the ladder, right? How do you go from say these numbers to these numbers, right? And then, and it's not just about hey, let's. I mean, there are a lot of giveaways. Um, people use giveaways to build brands and all. But when it comes to basically um, building, coming out, maybe you want to become an influencer. How do you go from zero to hundred, right? Just give us a very, very, you know, easy way ladder. Not easy per se, but just, just tell us how, how you think it should go. Or personally, how you think you would build, a, you know, a typical brand as an influencer. Build your brand as an influencer, first, yeah. Yeah, the, the first thing is you have to be intentional about everything you do. Extremely intentional. And that's, from being intentional, it moves to the next point, which is like the... Also, the most they work hard in that content creation. There has to be there has to be a reason why mm-hmm. people are coming to your page. There has to be a reason why people are following you. So now that's why we have different range. You have food bloggers. You have mental health awareness people. You have yeah. comedians. You have lifestyle people. You have travel. So there's a wide range. So you just have to pick a niche. Okay, what am I doing? And you have to be intentional about it. So for example, now if you're a food blogger, everywhere you go and eat, you must create content. Cool. It's my boss. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Even where you're if, if you're trying a recipe of YouTube, probably have to document the whole process. So you, get, so you have to then I also thirdly. Because yeah, that's then totally, there are also tips of growing your page. So you have the things like follow and unfollow. Then you have to have some tools that will help you do that. But this follow and unfollow, I feel like is a, it might be generic. It might be generic. Mm. Then it's it's a it's a strategy I've always used for all the brands I've grown personally and the ones I work for. So and it works. But then even right. even when you are doing follow and unfollow. It still boils down to it still takes me back to the second and first point where even if you are following and unfollowing, if you are doing follow and unfollow, when people when you follow somebody and they open your page, it has to be nice enough to compel them to actually, yeah. Exactly. So that means you must have something like nice content on your page. And then if there's there are even fine boy and fine girl influencers just because they are fine. <laughs> just because <laughs> yeah. they are beautiful. Yes, no. That's because they are beautiful. They have a lot of people. Uh, yeah. are just because they have a nice body. Everybody is following them because they have a nice body. Like the influencing world, mm. you can count twenty to thirty things people influence about, and you probably not even still be able to count it. You probably still have a lot to count. And there's the range is wide, so everything you do for every niche you are carving. You have to be intentional. You have your content creation game has to be at least consistent, if not even strong. Because over time, 
the better content will come with experience. That's why I've always seen it as when you look at Lassisi and all of them, what they used to do once back, if you follow their journey, mm. their videos, yeah. from what they do now. It feels like there they was a time that exactly the video on Instagram was ten seconds at some point, fifteen ten to fifteen seconds. And these guys used to make us laugh in ten seconds, mm. like. And now you have IGTV that you have longer videos, YouTube, all that. So, but then, at the end of the day, it's just being intentional, mm-hmm. content creation, and being consistent. Consistency is like very, very, very key. But there's money in it, trust me, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've written that. I've written that down like thrice. Like money, it's don't don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. I think um, yeah. this is one thing we do for everyone we talk to, and I think this is something that I always, you know, look forward to hearing. So now you're in influencer space, right? And then you know there are probably a lot of things that you're not, um, um, that you don't believe should be done, and all of that. But yeah, so we would like you to shake a table that you believe lots of people in your industry are standing on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. A lot of, a lot of influencers have, a lot of influencers buy followers. Hmm. Even your biggest artists buy, they buy followers. Yes, a lot of influencers buy followers, and the that, that's a table okay. a lot of people are sitting. They buy followers to add up, to make their number look. Oh, oh well, that doesn't sound too good for engagement and all. <clears throat> oh, let me let me even now even. Yeah, because let, if let you have paid for more, there's nothing. There's no engagement you can't buy on Instagram. And buy followers, buy likes, buy views, buy views. Yeah, you can even buy TikTok views, buy TikTok followers. There's nothing you can't. By social media space, like yeah. successfully create a hundred K brand that is fake and make it look legit. Wow! Down to the follow. When you, when you, when you, well, no, you that's what I'm saying. Like you, you can see, you can buy likes, you can buy comments, you can buy views, you can buy followers. That's already engagement. But what wow. you cannot buy uh, is customers for the brands mm. that we. That's one thing you can. Yeah. So when you have a hundred k paid, followers are fake, the likes are fake, the views are fake, the comments are fake. You will, you might successfully deceive the brand, but one thing where the brand will hold you accountable is where ah, we have this amount of followers. We did one month hard with you. That's when they. That's when you'll be caught. So that's the only thing you can mm. buy. You can buy everything. You can make your. You can make believe, but you can't buy customers. That's not possible. That one is where that's that's the natural. That's the only natural thing on Instagram. That see everything is so fake. Even pictures on Instagram. <laughs> the Instagram space is is more make believe than reality. Oh. <clears throat> thank you. Like um. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I didn't know you could go that far to like make um, everything. I mean, 
I wish you all the best in your space after this, after this is released. After this. <laughs> all right, Egu, thank you so much for honoring the invitation. I really appreciate you for responding and coming on the show. Um, we're happy to have you here, and I trust me, I learned a lot. I know the days to buy comments. I'm like, I like. Things are happening. Things are actually happening. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate you. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. The rest thank of you. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. All right. All right, guys. So that was it for this episode. I hope you guys learned a lot from that um, session. I know I did, and I definitely took notes. John, I hope you took notes as well. And yeah. Have a good one. Oh, yeah. Bye.